It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Good afternoon and welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline of Broadcast Network. I'm your host. I'm here every day. I'm Chelsea Messenger. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is at Chelsea Messenger. Drop me a line or check us up. Check us out on Facebook or, or YouTube. We appreciate your comments and feedback every day. If you search Picks and Parlays on any of those social media platforms, I'm sure you'll find us. We're not hard to find. There it is on the screen for you guys watching on YouTube. Uh, We like our comments on Facebook. We get pretty good interaction there, and we like seeing that. We like hearing what you think. We've got a great show for you guys today. Uh, We're starting off with some NFL win totals. We've got the Texans and the Bills. What do you think those teams are going to do this year? We've got Data Lane and Craig Trapp on to discuss the Texans have some really exciting players, but it's the rest of the team that could be the problem. Uh, also, college football, everyone can take the favorites, the teams from the Power Five conferences. But what about the other teams? We're talking non-Power Five conference teams that could be a dark horse in the college football playoff. Plus, as always, we have plenty of baseball, a full slate of MLB games to get to, including some teams that maybe aren't very good, but you can still win some money on them. We've got a great show. Personally, I am very excited to talk about the Texans because Deshaun Watson was one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch in college football at Clemson. Alabama fans may not think the same thing because he beat the tide in the college football championship. Uh, Texans have great players to base their team on. J.J. Watt, Clowney, and then, of course, the quarterback, Deshaun Watson, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the entire NFL. So a lot of good, exciting pieces to work with for them. But sometimes it doesn't translate to wins because it's a team sport. The O-line is terrible in Houston, so Deshaun Watson has to stay healthy. And then the Bills, Josh Allen. Can he be good this year? Should be exciting to watch. We've got plenty more on the show today. Stay with us after the break. We're talking NFL, college football, and baseball. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 7113 800-470-7113 800-470-7113 That's 800-470-7113 And we're back on Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline of Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Chelsea Messenger. If you're just joining us, Right now, we're talking college football. As I said earlier, it doesn't take any guts to pick a favorite in college football to win it all. But what about the dark horses? Is there a team from a non-Power 5 conference that could make some noise this year? We've got Craig Trapp joining us now. Uh, Craig, teams that stand out that could make some noise this year. Well, outside of the Power 5, so we call these the group of five teams, the last few years, it's pretty much been Boise and UCF that everybody's kind of talked a little bit about. I guess uh, Fresno State, um, you could have been thrown in there as well. But we're going to look at three of those uh, teams that I think 
have a shot this year to maybe, uh, or at least three of the, the more popular teams that would have a shot, and that's Boise State, Cincinnati, and UCF again. And then we're going to talk the over-under win totals on each of these teams. Yeah, UCF. I mean, they threw their own national championship parade when they went undefeated or uh, undefeated in the regular season. So they're going to make sure that everybody hears about their season, and for good reason. I mean, UCF has put out some quality seasons. Uh, last year, 12-1, and 8-0 uh, in the conference. And uh, we know they had that big injury to Mackenzie Milton, their quarterback, during the season. Uh, but they still had a great, a great year, and they returned eight starters on that offense that produced pretty well last year. So uh, uh, initial thoughts on UCF. Well, UCF is, is the biggest wild card of the group because, of course, McKenzie Milton and that gruesome knee injury he had last year. And so that leaves a little question mark. They, they, they scored points after he was injured and, and still maintained a very good offense, of course, but they had tons of talent around him. Uh, but uh, Daryl Mack Jr. took over for him last year. He'll be back again, and, but he hasn't been named the starter officially yet. They also have Brandon Winbush, if everybody remembers, that transferred from Notre Dame. He's very talented and a you know dual threat a little more maybe than uh, Mac Jr. Uh, Mac Jr. can run as well too. So I think the QB position is a big uh, question mark, but it's hard to doubt a team uh, that has been so good the last two years and just finds a way to win. They they play off that disrespect card really well, and Coach Jeff Heupel in the second season I think has a lot to look forward to. But uh, the win total on this one is nine, so there's a little question mark there as far as uh, a pretty tough schedule ahead. Uh, what are some games on that schedule that stand out to you? You said it's a tough schedule. Um, obviously, their conference isn't – it's not the SEC. Uh, but what are some right. of the games that, that stand stand out to you? Well, at Cincinnati, at Pitt, and then they have Stanford, I think those three are going to be really tough. So they would have to run the table if you assume they maybe lose one of those three. So if, if that's the case, you know, they, to go 10-2, and because this is regular season wins, remember we're talking about not just they don't get to count the if they go to the championship conference championship game or uh, playing a bowl game and win there. So over nine wins, you have to win one of those games for sure. I think they'll be favored in rest of the games this year. At Temple, I guess, would be the other question mark. But I do think they get over nine wins. Um, at the worst, I think that we get a push here. I think they they can beat um, win at least one of those games. I think they run the table on all the other ones. I guess the other one, maybe a question mark early in the season, second game against at FAU. Uh, FAU is an up-and-coming program and a ton of speed there at FAU. So I would take the over wins here, but a ton of questions on defense um, where they lose just about everybody. But they do have a ton of speed on defense in their backup spots. So, and with and in that conference with so many points, we've seen a lot of these guys in these big wins they've had get a lot of playing time. So I do like the over here, uh, but I could see it pushing at nine and three as well. All right, so we're taking the over uh, for UCF. Let us, let's move on to Boise State, who has surprised people in the past. Uh, initial thoughts on Boise State. Well, Boise State, you a ton to replace on offense, but you know, Coach Harson has been so good there, and, and and historically, they just continue to find new superstars um, in, in every spot. But they do lose Brett Rippon and at quarterback, and Madison at running back, and their top two wide receivers. And I think that is the offensive side of the ball is the big question. The defense was very good last year. 
um, tw only 22 points a game, which in a conference that scores a lot of points, that's pretty good in 366 yards. So, but they do have a new defensive coordinator, uh, but I don't think he's going to change a lot when you when you're secondary and you and you have so much coming back. I think you keep the same system. Um, they could use a little more uh, interceptions and turnovers. Last year, they only had six interceptions in a team that's up a lot. You know, the other team's throwing a lot, so they need to get a few more turnovers this year. This uh, win total set at nine and a half, a pretty high win total on uh, a team that starts the year at Florida State. Yeah, that's a, a tough one, but Florida State's not the team that they used to be, so uh, maybe winnable. That would obviously be a statement game for them. Last year, 10-3 and three overall, 7-1 in the conference. Uh, like you said, they're losing a four-year starting quarterback, so that's going to be tough to replace because four years, that's, that's a good chunk of experience to replace. Uh, they do return all five offensive line starters, but it's not an offensive line that was very good in pass protection, yep. so... You'd hope that some experience helps, but it's not necessarily a great thing that they have all five of those guys coming back. Uh, seven starters on the defense return 10 of top 13 tacklers, and they allowed 22 points per game. So it, it's a decent defense uh, in that conference. Uh, a game that I saw on the schedule that might be interesting, Utah State. Uh, do you think that's a winnable one? And uh, what are some of the other games uh, besides that Florida State one? you were looking at on their schedule, key well, games? If you get past Florida State, which I do think that's going to be a loss for them, I, I think Florida State will have a nice bounce back year. And I think when you're having to replace your top running back and your top quarterback, um, and actually it's not at Florida State, it's a neutral site game, but still. Um, Jacksonville, yeah. Florida State's going to have most of the fans, and I think they're probably going to lose that game. I do think it'll be a good game, as Boise always seems to play the best teams, uh, step up for the best teams. But – they at BYU, very tough spot to win. I think BYU always gives them trouble. At Utah State, like you said, and when you talk about nine and a half, you play 12 wins, it means they've got to win 10. If they lose the first one, they have to uh, only lose one of those teams. I think both of those are losses. Um, I think Utah State beats them. I think BYU beats them. And I think uh, Florida State. So there's your three. That means I see nine and three. I can even see another you know, upset loss because when you have unproven QB, even with that good defense and the experience and the big home field on the blue turf, I think Boise goes under this year. I see a 9-3 and three year um, at best, and uh, that leads us to the under in this one. Okay, so we're taking the under on Boise State. Next up, let's go to Cincinnati. They had a really exciting year last year. Uh, they went from 4-8 and eight the year before to 11-2, and two. so a big turnaround up there. Uh, uh, what are the feelings heading into this year for them? Well, obviously, it's my local team. I've been a um, Cincinnati Bearcat fan before I was born. Season ticket holder <laughs> to my parents my whole life. So I know a ton about the Bearcats. More, I'm more basketball um, as far as uh, Cincinnati. But Coach Luke Fickle's done an unbelievable job. After a really rough first year, I mean, people in town were a little worried. Because let's remember, when he was at Ohio State as the interim coach, that was the worst year they've had in the last probably three decades. So a lot of question, but he, his defensive prowess showed up last year. Huge, huge improvement. The offense got it done, but it was more ball control, running the pack, and they've got both their uh, quarterback and running back uh, back this year. They're the 15th rushing attack um, last year, and um, Warren, over 1,300 yards, they returned. Uh, another running back that was on missed last year for the uh, ACL injury. So I think they'll have a ton of depth there on offense. They return the whole, well, they returned three of the five offensive linemen. 
So a lot of positive here, but I think the negative um, here is they had such, everything kind of went their way last year. So that's a little bit of worry. And I think that's why you see this win total at seven and a half on top of a pretty tough schedule this year compared to last. Right. That was the other note I made is that this year their schedule is a lot tougher than last year. And you might have seen that in the win total last year with 11 wins. Uh, the defense you talked about, it was eighth nationally with just 17.2 points per game. So that's uh, something to look at when you don't have to score as much. Uh, So just to recap, we're taking, did you say the over or the under for Cincinnati? Well, we're going to take the over. I don't think it's going to be a ton. I think they're either an 8-4, and 9-3 type team. They do play UC, to start off the year UCLA, which they beat last year. So I think there will be a little revenge maybe there. And then at Ohio State's second game. So very easily could start to 0-2. And, and then just the fifth game, they play UCF. So tough spot. But I do like um, at least get eight wins here. Okay, so the over for Cincinnati, the under for Boise State, and... What did we have for UCF real quick? Over. 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 All right, we're back after the break on Picks and Parlays. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV Ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. And we're back here on Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter. Let's get to some NFL win totals. We're talking Bills. We're talking Texans. Two teams that have a lot of leeway, a little bit of unknowns. Let's start off with the Buffalo Bills. Data, it looks like we've got you punched up on the screen there. <laughs> so we'll start with you. The Bills were 6-10 and 10 last year. Win totals for them this year. Yeah, it was so much better when Craig was on the screen. <laughs> If I, if I could just, he could just mime my words, that would be great. Uh, yeah, you know what? B- Buffalo's interesting. I mean, they have the easiest schedule in the AFC West or AFC East this year uh, outside of New England. Go figure. That's, that's strange. New England's schedule compared to Miami's is extremely easy. But um, this is a Bills team that uh, has had – you know, still trying to put everything together. Uh, we saw last year it was kind of an up and down year. I mean, he started out two and seven, huge win in week three against Minnesota as a 16 and a half point dog. And you thought, well, yeah, maybe they're going to come back after losing the first the first two games of the year, and maybe they're going to be uh, you know make something of them uh, make something of their season. But they lost. Uh, five of their last six after that, and obviously fell out of contention. But, you know, I told you before, I, I we talked about Bill O'Brien. I'm also the same thing with, with Sean McDermott. I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. I like the culture. And you hear that a lot about the Buffalo Bills, the culture that they're trying to create in Buffalo, um, as opposed to the previous regime that had no culture. And it was a very loose run organization and uh, I think slowly but surely you're going to see, you're starting to see uh, the benefits about that but the, let's be honest uh, about the Buffalo Bills I mean this is really a team that's still trying to replace Marv Levy this is still a team that's still trying to replace Jim Kelly and and honestly they really have not done that maybe maybe they thought you know Tyrod Taylor was going to you know lead them to the promised land or at least to the postseason um, you know, as, you know, Jim Kelly did and that, you know, was short lived and they kind of went backwards after that experiment as well. And of course, Taylor was, was out of town, but, um, I honestly, for me, uh, Chelsea, the, this seven number is exactly where I think Buffalo should be. So and when we're kind of choosing which way we're going to go, whether over or under that, that total, I mean, if you think it's, you know, going to be right around there. You might as well jump on that plus money. You're getting a little bit of plus money with the dollar five, but uh, it depends on obviously the quarterback play. It depends right. on 
LaShawn McCoy, uh, is how much is he going to give Buffalo this year? He's 31. Yeah, well, and I Frank mean, Gore hey, is 36. I was going to say, they have no problem <laughs> signing uh, older older backs or keeping older backs. I mean, Frank Gore, probably his worth is more in the locker room than it is on the field at this point. But uh, he's actually going to start the season on the non non-football injury list, so he's going to be a non-factor. Uh, they picked up uh, T.Y. Yeldon, uh, T.J. Yeldon from the Jaguars, and Devin Singleton, obviously, from uh, Florida Atlantic, who was fantastic. Not a big back, uh, but averaged six yards a ga- uh, carry uh, at Florida at Florida Atlantic. And, and honestly, Chell said, it really goes back to Josh Allen. We have right. to figure out who Josh Allen is. And I haven't I, I have a ton of friends that are Bills fans, and we talk about Josh Allen quite a bit. And even going back to his days in Wyoming, if you look at his numbers, I mean, barely over 50% completion rate. And he gets That's to the, the end knock of, on him. Yeah. And like, it, he's a great dual threat. He also rushes for a lot of yards. Six, it's incredible. 631 rush yeah. yards. I don't want so. him going anywhere. That's the thing. <laughs> And he had to a lot last year. In fact, I, I was watching highlights of some of his runs, and I couldn't – I mean, he's a big dude. Right. I do not want him getting out of the pocket very much this year. I mean, in order for them to actually have success, those rushing numbers need to go down. Uh, he's right. a big kid, strong arm. they got to get him some targets. Uh, but it really just goes back to his ability – uh, to be accurate and not just get the ball to the receiver. It's mm-hmm. it's getting the ball on the right shoulder, hitting your receiver in stride. Those are all things that he has to work on. And from all accounts in spring practice, he has certainly done that and has made strides in that direction. Yeah, major questions on that offense, like you mentioned. Uh, last season, 10 games under 200 yards of mm-hmm. passing, which is crazy. And then six games under 100 yards of rushing. So just in general, just pretty anemic. Oh, well, excuse me. Well, listen. I Speaking mean, of anemic, I sound like it. Okay. <laughs> they've added. I mean, they went out and got Colt Beasley, um, who's I, I hope is going to go back right back in a slot position. I mean, he was. Uh, he's much more effective when he can consistently be in that slot area, which, you know, for the Cowboys, he was kind of all around because of injuries last year. Um, Zay, uh, Zay Jones is there, um, John, John Brown. I mean, these guys are all going to help. The problem is uh, Brown and Beasley are small receivers, so we'll see how that, you know, if, if you know, a lot, there, there's pros and cons of having small receivers. The good thing about small receivers is they get open really quick. Cause bigger yeah, and they're harder to tackle. Well, yeah. Sometimes the, if they're slippery and the bigger defensive backs can't get their hands up into mm-hmm. them uh, as they can with bigger wide receivers off the line of scrimmage. Your DB could really get your hands into a bigger wide receiver. The smaller wide receivers um, obviously are, are much quicker and you're unable to get your hands up on them in, in that you know five yard zone. But uh, they have some weapons. Let's see how uh, how they gel. Obviously, I think I think. Um, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to be a little bit better than last year. I think they have a chance to be second in that division. Um, but I just, once again, I mean, we've been doing this, what, for two decades now? There's no way that they, that anybody but New England is going to win that division. Well, I mean, to be fair, we're not asking them to win the division. We just want them to win over seven games. Yeah, but in order to do that, they've got... To win some of those games because uh, yeah, you play your division so much. They've right? got to win you know, some of the games inside their, their division. 
which has you know been a difficult task. Let's be honest for everybody right. in that division. Um, you know that Week 14 loss against the Jets last year was that was a game they really should could have said, look, we're we're on our home home field. Uh, we're favored in this game, mm-hmm. and then they drop it. I mean, I, that wasn't a good look for Buffalo. So let's see if that kind of moves over to the 2019 season. And, um, you know, for me, I think this number's right where it, where it should be. But if you look at, um, you know, the three most winnable games are the Jets, the Giants, and the Bills, or Jets and the Giants, and, and that's the start this season. And then they once you get into that Christmas break, you go through I mean, Thanksgiving to Christmas, it gets a little bit tougher because they play Dallas at Dallas. They're home against uh, the Ravens and they're at the Steelers and at New England. So if they can get through that little run of their schedule, then obviously that's going to go a long way to, to perhaps making you know, being in the playoff uh, playoff race at that point. But they the one thing about Buffalo is when you look at their schedule, they won't play their home opener until week three. In fact, uh, that's a negative, but the the plus of that is they're the only team to not have a primetime game or, or some sort of abnormal uh, a, a game time that's abnormal besides right. 10, yeah, and they're not West going to London or anything. They're not going to London. <laughs> so that's, they, that's they will not be a represent. Okay, so we're taking the over for the Bills. We'll take the over. Or, or I'm sorry, we're going to take the uh, the the under seven. Oh. plus a dollar five. And and I honestly think it's gonna it's gonna sit right on that seven. So if you can get a better number, great. If you can get a six and a half, go go over. But I, it, obviously the, the number is at seven. But I, I think they're going to be seven and nine this year. But let's at least go on the side of a plus money bet. Got it. All right, let's move on to the Texans with three minutes left in the segment. Uh, Why does Craig's segment seem so long? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Here we go. That's fine. You're knowledgeable, and we like that. The Texans, uh, it looks like the over-under is 8.5. What do we have on the Texans this year? Yeah, I'm going to go under the 8.5. I know you got to... Lay a dollar fifty on that, but you know that—that's my. I—I I don't think this is a nine-win team right now. I mean, I, there's a lot of talk about can their secondary be even worse than it was last year. Obviously, that was uh, a spot on that team that they have to improve. Uh, Kareem Jackson's now in Denver. Uh, Tyron Matthew is uh, in Kansas City. Matthew had 17 pass breakups, and now all of a sudden you don't have that anymore. That offensive line has got to be – it's got to be so much better than it was last year. They went out and got Titus Howard, who was – a lot of people raised their eyebrows on that, but a big kid, 334 pounds from Alabama State. He runs a five-flat uh, five 40, which is really good for an offensive lineman, so he should be able to get out uh, and help Deshaun this, this Watson when he, when he uh, gets out of the pocket. But – uh, this this offensive line has absolutely been an ongoing issue for for the Texans for a couple of years now, and I until I see it, I can't go to the window and, and bet them over with confidence. So we're gonna right. go. We're gonna go. I think honestly, they're gonna take a step back after their eleven wins and just be around the eight and eight mark. Yeah, and you mentioned the offensive line, especially when Deshaun Watson is not that big of a quarterback. Uh, there's a real chance that he could get hurt. He's been great for them. Uh, but when you kind of base your team's performance on these four main players that are so good, they're franchise players, uh, J.J. Watt, Jadevian Clowney, uh, Deshaun Watson, and DeAndre Hopkins, w- one of them gets hurt, that's a huge blow for your season. So it's really hard to base uh, them having a great season on those four superstars. 
uh, because we've seen in the past J.J. Watt gets hurt. Uh, is Clowney happy? I know he's had all these uh, contract disputes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's a good player. 18 and a half sacks in the past two seasons, uh, but I know he wants that Aaron Donald money. And plus on top of that, there's question marks whether or not J.J. Watt's going to suit up uh, for, uh, for the Texans against the Saints. So they already have a lot of question marks going into the season, and that's not a team that I want an under, uh, over bet on. Yeah, it seems like they have a lot of potential, but it would be hard for me to put my faith uh, in them winning nine ball games this year. So we're taking the under eight and a half wins for the Texans and the over or the under for the Bills. That's correct. Those are our picks. Paint pros know what you don't paint is just as important as what you do paint. So the Home Depot has bulk pricing on a full assortment of 3M painters, tapes, and paint essentials. Everything you need every day like 3M hand masker film and scotch painter's tape. For the cleanest results on every paint job, 3M and the Home Depot have got you covered. With bulk price savings on 3M paint essentials every day, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? A banner year for your company. Staples wants to help your business achieve big things with 20% back in rewards on your color printing. Trust the pros at Staples to print whatever your business needs, like color presentations, brochures, and banners. Prepare yourself for a banner year and banner savings. With 20% back in rewards on your color printing. Right now at Staples. Where there's a whole lot in store. And 622.19 in-store only. Exclusions apply. See staples.com slash 20 back for details. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. It's summertime once again, which means pool parties, barbecues, and relaxation, but it also means home projects, which aren't much fun. So why not let Home Advisor take them off your hands? From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top rated pros in your area, letting you get back to summer fun. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, Get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. So don't wait. Get those projects done now and make the most of your summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today.
And we're back here on Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is just my name, Chelsea Messenger. We also love to hear your feedback on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Check us out on there if you search Picks and Parlays. We're very easy to find. Right now, let's get to some baseball picks. We've got two people on today, Dana Lane, Craig Trapp, giving their insight on a slate of MLB games. Hello, guys. Let's start with Orioles Angels. Uh, Jimmy Yacobonis for the Orioles going against Jose Suarez of the Angels. Initial thoughts. Let's start with Dana on this one. Uh, well, I, I'm at the point of the year where I'm not trying to overthink these things. The good teams are going to further themselves from the bad teams. The gap is going to get bigger as the days go get uh, get shorter. And the fact of the matter is, this is real simple. The Baltimore Orioles are a ho- horrible baseball team. They're horrible, they're bad pitching, bad defensive team, bad combination to bet on the, on the Baltimore Orioles. But as far as the Angels are concerned, obviously they're riding the wave of emotion after Tyler, the uh, untimely death of Tyler Skaggs. Uh, just got through sweeping the Los Angeles Dodgers in two games. That was a big uh, win for them. So yeah, so that's uh, there's two teams headed in two separate directions. Yeah, there's a reason the Orioles are 34 games back. Uh, Craig, thoughts on this matchup? Well, you know, I will say Baltimore at least has a little momentum. Four and three in their last seven. I think we talked about the other day where uh, played pretty well against um, the Yan- or, uh, the Red Sox. Right. But I think the one worry with this team is. You know, when you start getting close to that trade deadline, a lot of people's names are surfacing in the trade deadline uh, that they're going to be traded or potentially traded. So a lot of distractions on the Angels on the other side. Like Dana said, you got a lot of momentum coming in, winning four straight, seven and three in their last ten games. They went from before Skaggs, uh, you know, untimely death, probably being a seller, to now looks like they might be a buyer um, as they're, you know, I won't say they're in the wild card uh, hunt or they're a favorite, but I think they have a shot if they add a, a couple of nice pieces. Yeah, as we were talking about the Orioles, uh, when they were hot against the Red Sox, they had some really great pitching perform- performances. Uh, Asher Wojciechowski, yeah, I said that right. Um, he w- took a no-hitter into the seventh inning, so the bullpen really didn't have a whole lot of work. Yakabonis, uh, Yakabonis tonight has only started two games this season. He's 1-2 with a 6.95 ERA. Uh, and the longest he's gone all season is three and a third innings of work. So you can expect a lot of work from the bullpen tonight, which is not good for the Orioles. So something to consider when you're taking the Orioles or the Angels. So guys, are we taking the Angels in this one? Run line? Is that the consensus? Well, I am. I can tell you that. I don't want to, even though that the Orioles are a little bit better on the road than they are at home, go figure, because... They probably can't stand all the <laughs> can't stand to face their home home crowd with all the losing. But uh, this is a uh, Yakabonas owns a WHIP of almost one point seven zero. Which, if one point three zero is your you know barometer, obviously that's telling me that this kid is not very good or not ready right now. I don't want anything to do with Baltimore. All right, Craig. Total on Thoughts? this one, I just think. Uh, you know, it's a spot where you want to get a little value, and I don't want to have to lay the run line with an Angels team that might have a little letdown after uh, sweeping the, the rival Dodgers. So I'm going to take the under 9.5. I know when you look at the ERAs in this one, it looks like it would be an overgame, but first three times these guys faced off this season, it was uh, two unders and one push on the uh, on, uh, on 11 total, though, on that one. 
Uh, but I think this one is uh, setting up for an under. I just don't think the Orioles lineup's very good. And I think the Angels could be um, a little rusty here after, you know, maybe celebrating a little too much beating the Dodgers. So I'm going to take the under nine and a half in this one. So the emotional hangover effect. So we're taking, Craig's taking the under, Dana's taking the run line for the Angels. Let's move on. Next up, Rangers A's. It's Ariel Harado going against Brett Anderson of Oakland. Uh, Dana, do you want to hit leadoff on this one again? Yeah, nothing inspires more than having a child, and that's exactly what we're looking at with Brett Anderson as he's coming off of uh, paternity leave. Also was dealing with a finger issue as well. Looks like he's going to be healthy. And again, uh, I'm not I'm not going to get involved with the Texas team that went to Seattle in a series they absolutely had to make a statement in. And the only statement that they made was losing ten, three, or two out of three against a team that they should have absolutely swept. This is not an inspired Rangers team. They've lost nine out of 11. They've lost uh, after, after that two or three against St. Louis. Again, two teams going in opposite directions, and I have no problem uh, back in Oakland on the run line. Yeah, I mean, you talked about having a kid, but whether or not he had a kid or not, Brett, Brett Anderson has been really good for the A's this year. He's 9-5, and five, uh, 3.82 ERA. Uh, his last three, he's gone at least six innings with less than three, three runs or less. So he's been a steady Eddie for the A's, and I see that continuing tonight. Uh, Craig, thoughts on this game? Well, I think the big question with Texas is, you know, where's the mindset? I mean, this team started off terrible. Then get, we're probably one of the hottest teams, what I would call, you know, the, the maybe um, May and, and most of June. Then, the, like, since the All-Star break, they've been terrible. And Ariel Dorado on the mound hasn't been good. Two uh, outings in a row, he's given up five earned runs and hasn't gotten outside of the fifth inning. And I think his, you know, his ERA, if he shows this again tonight, will be uh, above five. I think Oakland is in a spot where they have to win this uh, series and and they kind of put the throat uh, put their uh, foot on the throat of Texas here and I think they do just that in, in in a pretty easy win. It's just really how do you get value with Oakland big favorite at minus one eighty here. Okay, so how do you get value? Well, you get value well, by taking the Rangers on the run line. Yeah. Oh, or the run yeah. line. Okay. Or I was the like, Astro, or the uh, Oakland A's rather. Okay, so we're taking the the A's on the run line. Was it one and a half? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Minus one and a half. I'm not backing a team that's got a a, a five ERA in their last six games and a, and a closer that uh, whose ERA is closer to five on the road. Yeah, and the Rangers one and nine in their last ten, so they're not hot. Uh, the A's, meanwhile, are six and zero in their last six games at home, so that might be a factor. Uh, they played the Astros really closely. A lot of those were one-run losses in their last series. The only non-close game was the game that Homer Bailey pitched, which he kind of had a blow-up. Did not look like a good addition at all, but I will say he was a cheap addition, so it's not like they're spending a lot of money. Uh, but, yeah, the A's, a lot of people don't care to talk about them, but they do big things out there. Well, I think in this one, you have to look at the, the total, I think, in this one, because – there's some two things that if you look at recency, both teams are five and two in the under the last seven games. So when you see a total out there and you're like, oh, man, they've been playing a lot of under games and the totals at nine and a half, you might think, oh, we're going to take the under. But Gerardo has been so bad. And I just think this Oakland A's team is sitting on a really big run here. I like the over here in this one. 
even though, like I said, recency suggests the under. Um, I like the over nine and a half. I think there's a lot of good value there. Yeah, the A's have one of the better uh, batting averages in baseball. I think they're top ten. Uh, they're also top ten. I think they're seventh in home runs, which I will say Oakland is not a, a hitter-friendly park. But I, they do have some power, and they sneaky find some ways to score runs, so that offense shouldn't be discounted. Uh, thoughts on, on uh, initial thoughts on the offense? I well, would for say. me, Chelsea, <laughs> I, I can tell you, I, Craig. I mean, that, that's the way to go because the bottom line is that the Oakland A's could go over the total by themselves. This is a bad. Texas pitching staff, they're bad. Their starters are bad. Middle relief is bad. And as the season goes on, their, their closer has been bad as well. So, I, I mean, it's you have all these negative factors with their staff, and there's right. no way that I'm going to play an under with a bad pitching staff. Right. All right, so we like the under, and we like uh, – wait, you said over, right, for the over-under? Over uh, and then we're taking the A's run line one and a half. Let's move on to our final game, Tigers-Mariners. The Tigers are 29 games back. Uh, the Mariners, 24 and a half games back. So not a whole lot to play for, but, I mean, they're both cellar dwellers. Who's watching this? <laughs> Who's watching this tonight? Diehard Tigers and Mariners fans, I suppose. Maybe the starters' parents. <laughs> Speaking of, the Mariners even didn't even have a starter listed when I checked the MLB app, but Dana, you said that they do have a starter? Well, I I think Eric Swanson's going to get the start. I mean, that's what it looked like on social media, and that's what uh, a couple of the beat writers had put out. So I think Eric Swanson's going to get the start. I think a few websites also has that up. Not, um, a, great, not a great sign when they don't even announce the starter. But well, continue. again, you know, well, look, we're at the time of year where it really pays to, t- to pay attention to the guys that haven't pitched enough, uh, guys that are coming up from AAA, guys that have spent some time in a double-A. This is where all that homework that you do in spring training, that's where this really pays off because now all you go back to your notes and say, oh, I really remember you know, how, how Eric Swanson was or how uh, Verhagen was. It's, you know, I mean, that's why you do your homework on these things. But uh, Verhagen's a guy that's never pitched more than an inning at the big league level. So, you know, for him to get the start, I don't know if this is an opener opener type situation just to give him an inning and then, you know, or, or see how far he's going to go. But again, the Tigers don't look now because we've been we spent half the baseball season telling everybody how bad the Baltimore Orioles are. But don't look now that the Detroit Tigers are now the worst team in baseball, not a team I'm going to back. <laughs> it's I will say it's it's hard to to decide on what to do on this game when the two pitchers are so relatively unknown and there's not as much of a scouting report. Craig, what are your thoughts on this one? I, I, like Dana said, I think these are the type of games as a handicapper that you either have a really strong opinion on uh, or you stay as far away as possible yeah. because if you don't have a strong opinion, there's no use going crazy on it. I think this this is another totals type game. Um, because I think, like Dana said, I think you could see a what I call a reliever game for uh, Detroit where uh, you see two innings, two innings, two innings, two innings. And, you know, I think those type of games, I, I always seem think, think the under is a better play. And against uh, two pretty bad offenses lately in these two teams, I could see where this one goes under in a pretty ugly matchup. What was the over-under for the run total? 
Nine and a half. Okay. So you like the under for that one. And Dana, what do you like? Uh, I'm going Seattle minus a one and a half. I, I will just throw this out too. There's a difference, guy, which when you're handicapping these games, yeah, this game looks like garbage. And believe me, it is garbage. But here's the difference. There's a difference between Seattle and say, oh, I don't know, the Pirates, when 9,000 people, right, <laughs> people show up to see the Pirates play at PNC as opposed to what they get in Seattle. So there's a little bit of a difference. You know Seattle's not going to quit. I do like the middle of their lineup, and they are way better offensively than Detroit is. And, oh, by the way, they got to feel pretty good about themselves. There is no quit in this team. They, they, you know, they could have went away and just buried themselves and, and absolutely just look like they stopped trying, uh, which other teams have – they have that kind of body language. The Pirates have that kind of body language. <laughs> Someone's a little bitter about oh, the Pirates. Oh, I'm real bitter about that. Believe me. <laughs> I could do a whole show on Robert Nutting. But oh, man. We'll yeah, the Mariners, they can, they've hit a lot of home runs. Dan Vogelback is, is a good hitter. Great. Uh, he also looks like Chris Farley a little bit, which is a little fun. Um, a little less weight. I won't be that mean to him, but he hits bombs. So, I mean, they definitely have some power in their lineup. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. Back after the break, we'll re recap all of our picks from the day. So don't worry if you weren't paying attention. We've got you covered. We're back after the break on Picks and Parlays. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. 
This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 And we're back here on Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline and Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. I am here every day. You can join us every day, 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern, here on Picks and Parlays Radio. You can also head on over to Facebook, join the chat. Right now, let's get to a recap of all of our picks from the day, uh, just in case you weren't paying attention. If you're just now tuning in, we've got you covered. First up. Craig's college football non-Power 5 win totals. Three teams that could make some noise this year. Boise State, we're taking the under in nine and a half wins on the season. UCF, we have them winning over nine wins. And Cincinnati, the Bearcats, who had a great season last year. We think this year, a little bit of a hangover. Over, uh, oh, excuse me. I guess I thought that. Craig did not think that. Uh, He's taken the over, uh, over seven wins in that one. Dana Lane, NFL win totals. Houston Texans, we had them going under eight and a half wins. They've got a tough schedule this year. The Buffalo Bills, not a great offense, but we do have them going over seven wins this year. Hopefully Josh Allen can do some good things with that offense. And then finally, MLB baseball. I guess that's repetitive. It's just MLB. We're doing the late game tonight. Uh, Craig and Dana's picks. Orioles at Angels. We're taking the Angels on the run line uh, at minus one and a half. And then the Rangers at the A's. We're taking Oakland uh, minus one and a half as well. Tigers at Mariners. A battle of the cellar dwellers, if I can say that quickly. Uh, we're taking the Tigers uh, on the run line minus one and a half. We always like to thank you for joining us. Again, you can catch us every weekday, 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. This is Picks and Parlays Radio. Bet, win, repeat. We'll be back tomorrow.